If you are stuck in the grind and don't know how to get moving, if you have lost your dream or struggle to know how to make it happen, if you have been dreaming of changing the world, but you're not sure where to start, the Add Valued Entrepreneurs podcast will help you transform your life with tools, knowledge, and support that will allow you to create a thriving business that aligns with your values and goals. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from the work they do so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. This show features interviews with people who have already created success in their lives and businesses and stories about everyday people living extraordinary lives. It's time for you to add value. Today's guest is Michaela Smith. Michaela is a coach and entrepreneur. She loves humans almost as much as she loves dogs, but she loves being outside hiking any time of the day. Karma Coaches and Meditation Nut are her current businesses. Karma Coaches connects coaches in our community through events, collaborations, and helping new coaches grow their businesses. In Meditation Nut, Michaela works with executives and entrepreneurs. She previously owned a pet sitting business for nine years and sold it a couple years ago. Her favorite ways to meet new people are at the grocery store, networking events, hiking, or anywhere else in the world. Michaela, thanks so much for joining me today. Of course. Thank you, Robert, for the invitation. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. So you've been an entrepreneur for quite a while now. So tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Oh, boy, it's been an interesting one. Um, my, I'm a third-generation entrepreneur, and so my grandparents were entrepreneurs, my parents were entrepreneurs, and then obviously myself, too. Um, and so I started, I think I'll be, have been an entrepreneur for the last 13 years now. And so, which is very exciting and super fun and always an adventure. I was talking with somebody earlier today and it was about how messy being an entrepreneur is <laughs> and how an interesting journey it can be. And so I had previously owned a um, pet sitting and dog walking company for nine years. And in the process of that, um, ultimately built it to uh, sell it. And so I sold the business and um, then was kind of in the process of trying to figure out what was next. And so it took some time off. I had never taken time off between school and work and all the rest of the stuff. It, it just, I never took any time off. And so it was a really interesting awakening for myself to be in a space of like, wow, I can actually take time off and I don't have to, I can go to the mountains and it'll be okay. And so it was a really interesting um, piece to open for myself. And so then I ended up uh, starting uh, Karma Coaches a couple years ago and have since had multiple pivots in uh, the business as well as, you know, uh, going through COVID. And some of that had certain expectations that didn't quite uh, lead to what it was that I thought the results were going to be. But, you know, it's just the way things happen. And so um, then here in the last couple of years, I've had coaching clients as well who have of my own uh, doing and my own coaching practice. And um, but I, I learned that through that, that like there are certain aspects to the business that I didn't have a desire to participate in around the coaching. And so and then there are other pieces that I kind of had to figure out. And so I've landed into more of the 
uh, meditation coaching uh, aspect of things. And so within that, I work with executives as well as entrepreneurs um, to be able to create massive momentum through uh, visualization and uh, through through multiple processes I use with people. So um, it's a very powerful uh, tool as well as um, it can create very fast results. Um, and it, it's just really fun. It's, it's really fun and I enjoy it. And I, I enjoy being able to work with people and I enjoy getting text messages like I got this morning of, guess what? <laughs> and those are so worth it to me. So it's great. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit of the journey. Absolutely. So in that transition, obviously your, your audience, your uh, tribe of people for dog walking Mm -hmm. um, it's completely different than a tribe for, uh, for a coaching business. So, so what did you do to build your new audience? Um, a couple of ways. I just basically used the same tools that I had previously, which was to network and get to know people and, um, you know, go to different events. One of the things that I found out this year that I thought was quite, it was quite strange. Um, I thought it was quite weird. And, whenever I saw it, which was that I didn't realize that I had the same clients um, as I did in uh, the pet sitting. So um, in pet sitting, I would stay with executives at executives' homes, or we would stay at doctors' homes or lawyers. I mean, like, that was the type of clients that we had. They usually had a second home and uh, in Mexico or Aspen or Vail or somewhere in that general area. And um, they would travel typically twice per month. And so, like, I had that fully outlined. And it was only this year where I went, hey, guess what? <laughs> it's the same client. Oh, my goodness. It's just instead of four paws, we've got two legs. So it's great. <laughs> so I've I've learned a lot. That's for sure. And then what, what was able to help you build that audience? Um, so I use LinkedIn a lot. Um, I definitely use LinkedIn uh, networking groups whenever that was a thing. Um, but, you know, at this point, that really isn't a thing. Uh, Lunch Club is absolutely fantastic as well. Hmm. Um, I meet a lot of people through there. And um, as well as Shaper is another one that I've used. And so there's multiple different avenues. I think the real deal that I have found for myself is that what's my intention and uh, what is it that I want to step into uh, with people and what is it that I want to create? And so then, then from there, then I get to figure out what that looks like too. Nice. Thanks. And how valuable has connection been? Oh, it's everything. It's how life is to me. Life is all about connection. And if, if I can, for myself, what I found is that if I step into creating a continuous flow of energy from myself, then other people get the opportunity to feel that and experience that as well. And that whenever they get the opportunity to experience that, just as much as I get to experience them, then that ultimately creates that really powerful uh, connection, which ultimately allows for us to move into whatever that next space or phase looks like for us. So when did personal development become an important aspect for you? 
I think it's probably been um, gosh, since I was little. So I was younger. Like self-development has always kind of been a thought process in my family and what I grew up in. And so um, there's just that, okay, so I've gotten here. Now where do I want to go? Okay, I've gotten here. Now where do I want to go? And so what that has done is sometimes it creates a story for myself where it's just constantly going and constantly moving forward, which isn't always supportive in being in the present moment. Um, but then on the other side of it, it's also a real big gift where whenever I am, whenever I do feel stuck or if I do feel like I'm not moving forward, then I can go back and go, okay, is there something that's missing here? Like, do I need something for myself, a certification? Uh, like, do I feel as though I'm insecure about something or what? It, what's actually there? Like, what's actually the piece that's there? And so that's also why I have people in my life that will confront me on my stuff too. <laughs> so yeah, personal development has definitely been a big piece of my life and um, it probably will continue to be as well. Absolutely. So what have mentors meant for your growth and development? What have mentors meant? Um, for myself, I've consistently tried to find mentors that I align with. And, um, and by alignment for me, it's about like, how do I create the connection with somebody? As well as if they're a mentor, what's my expectation? Um, and what is it that I want to create with them? And so then it's just a conversation around what, what do I want? How do I want it? And how do I want to move, move forward into that? And so I've had a lot of mentors over the years and some are for reasons, others are for seasons and, um, but all have provided, uh, a lot to who I am today too. Nice. Mm -hmm. So what helped you develop confidence? Mm -hmm. um, what helped me develop confidence? Um, a couple things. One of the things that um, shows up for myself is how I sit, how I'm able to, do I feel aligned in my body? And um, if I don't feel aligned, then what would be helpful and supportive for me to feel aligned? in my body, um, as well as the, um, so there's, for me, there's three different aspects, physical connection, emotional connection, and then spiritual connection. And so physics has shown that we have the energy being beyond our physical body and can show it in pictures. And um, within that, for myself, if I feel aligned spiritually, but I don't feel good in my body physically, it's hard to be able to, or my experience has been is that it's hard to uh, be able to communicate and to be able to actually emotionally express myself. And so then the question it lies, what does having a emotional connection look like? Like what's, what does that look like for myself? And a lot of that has to do with being able to express what is there for myself in a relationship, whether it's a 
romantic relationship or a a business relationship, it's all about relationship and connection, that how do I want to be able to express? So many times for myself, it's there's a level of frustration around not being able to always use my words to be able to fully express that. And that allows for that confidence. And whenever people hear something and they go, oh, yeah, I've experienced that as well. There's a level of having language, be able to be heard, as well as being able to be felt. And so my job as a coach for myself is to use my languaging to allow for people to be able to hear me. And But that also requires a big connection to myself that requires a lot of work to be like, wow, I don't feel connected to my body today. Why is that? Did I get a good night's sleep? Did I not get a good night's sleep? Am I frustrated about something? What am I frustrated about? Being able to walk through that because the more that that gets released and or let go of or processed or worked through, the greater the confidence that's actually there to be able to uh, sit in that with somebody whenever they're going through something as well. Wow. That's nice. Well, I like the physical, spiritual, emotional connections. And obviously thinking about energy on all three of those levels Mm -hmm. uh, is pretty important. Um, One of the ways that uh, I share about the quickest way to change your energy is is gratitude. Mm -hmm. And how do you use gratitude? How do I use gratitude? Um, That's an excellent question. Whenever I get frustrated... Um, I usually try to bring my breathing back into my body and, um, cause for me, the frustration is typically about the future, about whatever's going on. And, um, so then there's a level of bringing that back into the present moment. So my body is back in the present. Then there's a level of bringing the breathing back and then, there's a level of, okay, what is it that I actually, like, is there anything that I'm grateful for in this present moment? And sometimes it's been, do I have a roof over my head? Yes. Do I have water? Yes. Do I have food? Yes. Do I have a full tank of gas? Yes. Do I have a car? Yes. Okay, great. And, and then that's it. And like, that's all I could fathom and be able to create connection too. And then there's other times where it's, gosh, I have so much. Literally. Like I have an abundance of relationships. I have capacity to be able to connect to people. I have clients that I really love. I have all these different pieces and all these different connections that I may not have experienced three months ago. And so then that gratitude is all about that energy, but the energy has to be aligned first within here to even be able to express that. Because so many times, what I hear as the conversation around gratitude is that, oh, you just have to be thankful and then, you know, everything will shift. And I've experienced some of that sometimes, but I, the times in my life where it's been the deepest and most powerful shift has been whenever I feel physically connected to my body as well as emotionally connected as well as spiritually connected because many times whenever I get frustrated as well, I don't feel connected. 
And so whenever I don't feel connected, what's the first thing that I need to do? I need to connect. I need to like be in my body and be in my being to be able to actually ask what's actually here and what's actually going on. So would another way to to talk about being connected, um, would you consider that mindfulness, being in the present mm -hmm. with your body, mind, mm -hmm. and spirit? Absolutely. Yeah. Because the deeper, to me, the deeper question for myself usually is, why am I not present right now? Like, what is it that I'm actually scared of? Because it's always a fear. Always. There's never a time where I'm like, oh, goody. <laughs> There's usually a, oh, no, <laughs> kind of feeling. Because <laughs> whenever I'm in the oh, goody space and, like, happy and go lucky, everybody can feel that. Everybody knows. Like, have you ever had the experience where you walk into a room and, like, you're grumpy and you can, like, see it on everybody else's face, but, like, you don't know what's going on with yourself. And versus if I walk into a room and it, cause I've literally had this experience where I didn't realize how disconnected I felt to myself until I walked into a room and I looked at everybody and I went, huh, I wonder why I'm getting these weird faces. And then once I connected, then I was like, oh, that's all I needed to do was to connect. And so then there was this pattern that showed up where it was like, oh, so if I use the energy and I create the mindful practice of almost a priming practice of before I'm with somebody to prime my own energy so that then I can be fully present, whether there's a disconnect, not disconnect, argument, frustration, a happy, joyous, and free giggles, or a combo of all, it doesn't matter. Because as long as if that mindfulness and that approach gets brought to it, then there's the capacity to be able to be heard and be seen and be valued. So you mentioned um, manifestation and how important is that energy when it comes to manifestation? Well, it's huge. If there is no energy, then there can be no capacity to manifest. And so when there's a frustration or there's a something that is unfinished or something that isn't complete, then until that thing is complete, whatever that thing is, there's no way for it to move into like what is actually like that next space or that next chapter. And so I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but for myself, if I am not complete in a relationship or in a business, then there is no way for that new business or that new relationship to actually work. None. Mm. Absolutely no way. And there's a literal energetic completion that has to happen to create that. And so my question or curiosity for myself, if I'm in that space of like, why won't this manifest? Oh my gosh, is, um, or why won't this like move faster? That's usually my piece. I want it to always move faster. Um, 
And so, you know, if it's not in a day, then my gosh, it must not work or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, Michaela. Um, but if I step into the manifestation of, I have a desire to be able to let go of all these other things that no longer serve or don't like fully serve my own energy and my own being that like, if it doesn't allow for me to be in my full Michaela-ness of who I am, then there's an experience of, okay, what actually needs to be complete. So what conversations need to be had with people? Um, what emails need to be sent out to people? What, like all those steps that we sometimes like, let go a little bit sometimes that like all of those things that whenever all of those move and it's always amazing to me to see how many times like things will come around and it'll be like boom 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 and then i get it all and i'm like oh that's what i wanted <laughs> i just didn't realize how to get there so what inspires michaela what inspires me um I love dogs. Dogs are amazing. Um, dogs already know who they are. And um, they never, like, act as if they don't know who they are. Like, they just know. Period. And um, to me, that's just absolutely amazing. And so anytime I see a dog, I'm usually the one who's like, oh, gosh, so in love. Um <laughs> And so um, it's it's just always always amazing to me. They're always happy to see you and always ready to go. And um, my previous business, it was a pet sitting and dog walking uh, company. And one of the things that I learned um, just being in the business was that dogs taught me more about how to interact with people than any person ever has. Interesting. And it's just literally all about presence and about bringing presence to the conversation. And there's never a dog that says, oh, you did that wrong. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I don't know. When I'm giving my dog a bath, he's pretty much telling me you're doing it wrong. <laughs> the little eyebrows going too. Oh no, he's 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 screaming like a little girl saying, "You're killing me. You're killing me. Stop. You're killing me." The neighbors come out of their house, they're trying to figure out what's happening. He does not like getting wet in a hose or a bathtub. <laughs> Well, and dogs will tell you too what they like and what they don't. Yeah, simply a message, you're doing it wrong, buddy. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. And I will say, I agree with you because dogs will always love you. And uh, mm -hmm. as, a, as a pastor, I always had an illustration that talks about relationships. And you can throw your dog and your wife in the trunk of the car and take a drive. And when you open the trunk, you'll know which one is happy to see you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll always be the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Because like, because like you said, the dog is the one that's present. He's not concerned about, you know, 
why did you do that? Or, or, you know, he's just like, okay, this is where we're at. We're at happy to see. Woohoo. Let's move forward. They're, they're always in the moment, not, uh, you know, not caught up in the what's and the why's. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the what's and the why's I know for myself definitely get me in trouble of like, tell me what happened. Tell me why. Why did you behave like that? What's going on? Instead of just like literally being present of this is what's going on in the present moment. And this is what I'm feeling. And this is what I'm experiencing. And like to be in that space is really important. So what do you like to do in your free time? I love salsa dancing. Love, okay. love, love. <laughs> yeah, salsa dancing and I get along very, very well. Wow. Uh-huh, yes. So I love salsa, I love bachata, and zouk as well. And so they're all kind of in the same Latin family, and which is great fun. And I have a really good time with that and love to go hiking and um, love learning new things. So, you know, my more recent obsession right now has been learning Spanish. And so, um, and... So what I've done is I've transitioned my phone to all in Spanish, and um, which is super funny because like I'm looking at my phone going, okay, what is that word? <laughs> and then I have to Google it, <laughs> and I learn something new. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm all about learning something new. I'm all about like just challenging myself. I enjoy challenging myself. I enjoy learning new things. I enjoy falling down too as well in the process of things. Um, Cause for me, that's just an experience of life. And to that the more I get into that and the more that I get into that experience, it's quite fun. I just really enjoy learning a lot. My beyond Spanish as well as doing uh, bachata and zouk and salsa, it's been a lot of um, learning about uh, healing work as well. Like I've, I've gotten very obsessed with uh, traditional Chinese medicine. Um, just absolutely fantastic. I just find it so fascinating how much can shift and change uh, with herbs as well as just how much healing can happen too. And so... It's it's just a really amazing process uh, within that. And so, what do you do to learn salsa and bachata <laughs> and practice? Uh huh. Yeah, I have a whole group of people that I go out with, and I really enjoy every one of them immensely. They've in the last couple of years they've become like family for me, and um, we'll go out dancing at, or we'll go at a park and we'll dance or we'll go at somebody's house and we'll dance. And, you know, as long as if there's food and dancing involved, so like, why not? <laughs> food, dancing and playtime. <laughs> yeah. Those are all, those are all pretty tough dances uh -huh. from, from an old guy that was learning ballroom dancing with his wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Up until up until COVID, so now it's been a little while since oh, yeah. we've been out on the dance floor. But 
definitely was enjoying ballroom dancing and oh that's cool yeah salsa is hard though that's that's you know, i have three left legs <laughs> and 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 i'll tell you i don't have control over any of them even though <laughs> my coach would say yes you do and i stop but <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it. It was definitely challenging at first to figure out what I'm working on right now is styling, and to be comfortable with styling. That's very very challenging. Oh my gosh, I'm just not comfortable with that. I'm much more comfortable with just keeping my arms down by me or like up where they're supposed to be and like just keep my feet going. <laughs> right. Styling, they, they score you for your fingers this way, that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. And it's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm still pretty stiff, I'll admit. Like, I'm more like a robot doing salsa, which, you know. The Zumba, the Zumba has more moves than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun, though. Like, uh, the things that I find with dancing is that it's, it's so happy. Like I am so happy whenever I'm dancing. I just am. Like there is nothing in the world beyond dogs. Well, dogs. So dogs are number one with like happiness scale, but dancing is definitely a close second. And so, and I learned so much too. And I just, I don't know. I've learned so much. And one of the things now that I'm learning is learning how to lead, and that's a challenge and a half because. I learned how to follow. And so then whenever you go from leading to following, back to leading, back to following, I'm like, oh man, I don't even know where my feet are supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, one's, one's enough. I'll stick with learning to lead and in, in, in getting it all wrong. And my wife telling me, no, no, this is, or, or our coach, coach leading me from the follower spot. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh yes, it is quite. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's it's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, we only do it for fun because if we got to get took it too serious, we it wouldn't oh, be fun yeah. anymore. Oh yeah, I only do it for fun. Like I have definitely, I absolutely love everything that I've learned and all the people that I've gotten the opportunity to meet, and just like. I don't know, like there are just some amazing people that I've gotten to know through the community that are just so fun and get to spend time with on a regular basis. And yeah, I'm just really grateful for all of them. Nice. So fun. Yeah. So you mentioned your niche earlier. How, how did you decide what your niche was? <laughs> how did I decide what my niche was? Um, well, it was through like, being able to work with people and like the more that I observed working with certain folks, um, the more I, I just tried to kind of figure out for myself, what did I feel connected to as well as where was the money? Um, as well as what, what was it that people were seeking and like what type of growth were they seeking? And so, um, with working with executives and things like that, then, there's a certain level of language that's usually used um, around creating momentum and being able to move forward as well as cleaning up a lot of things too. And so for myself, I observed it and then through that, got the opportunity to really move forward into a different space uh, with that. So 
for myself, it was, um, especially after I sold the business, I had no idea really where I was going or what I was doing or what I wanted to do. And what I found out on the other side was, was that, um, you know, it's a lot of trial and error sometimes. Um, cause it's like, well, I don't really like being in that particular space. So obviously that's not the space that I want to be in. And so it's just been a, a consistent flow and take a look at where the money is, take a look at where the money isn't and be able to be connected to all of it too as well. So um, you mentioned trial and error. What's the value of being willing to, to try and fail? <laughs> oh man. Well, I think it's, I mean, success and failure to me are just a story. And so it's just a matter of what it is that people perceive as a, as a success versus what people perceive as a failure. And so whatever that is for folks, it has nothing to do with me per se, like as to how I perceive myself. But it's then the question within that for myself is what is a failure? And, or is it just an experience? Because for me, many times, it's just an experience of like, wow, I just made a mess. Okay. <laughs> how do I want to move forward in this? <laughs> and sometimes it's, I don't know how I want to move forward in this, but I'm going to do it anyways. And other times it's asking for help from people. Um, there was a situation the other day where I was frustrated about some things, which you know, which means I'm in fear and I'm in the future and all the rest of the stuff. And, um, and I didn't know exactly how it was all going to work and how it's going to look and all the different pieces. And, um, instead of going into, Oh man, it's not going to work. Oh man, nothing is going to work. I, I did that for a couple of hours already. And, um, then I ended up reaching out to like two or three people of like, Hey, I could really use some help with this particular situation. And within like 10 minutes, I had an introduction and like the whole thing. So I was like, oh gosh, you make up so many things about why things can't be done. And then yet there it is. So, yep. <laughs> well, I like that you mentioned it's they're just a story, right? It's the story we tell ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. And really that's our limiting beliefs are just stories that we've told ourselves over and over or, or somebody else told us originally and then and then we've just allowed ourselves to continue to retell that that same story mm -hmm. yep absolutely and so whenever that is continuously there and we're not in the context of oh you know what's actually here what's actually going on then i can be in the what's actually going on to be able to create that space with people too as well and with my clients as well, whenever they're able to be present and they're able to be in the conversation, then through that, then they're able to be like, oh, oh my gosh, this, that's exactly what I need help with, or this is exactly the type of introduction I need, or whatever that looks like. So it's always interesting. Nice. So, what's Michaela's big dream? <laughs> Michaela's big dream. Um, right now, it changes. Um, but right now, the big dream is that um, I have a desire for a perfect health. And so I'm not quite there yet, but I'm getting there. I'm, I've been in the process for a few years now. And, um, and I also have the desire to have a business where I work a couple days a week. 
And so right now I work uh, probably three or four days a week um, right now. And, um, and I also have the desire to be able to travel the world too as well. And so be able to travel and be able to do healing work and be able to meet people and go on adventures and do fun things. So, yeah. So where's the first place you want to go? <laughs> first place, uh, Europe, definitely. Yeah. That's an awful big place. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I have lots of different places I have a desire to go to in Europe. I also have a desire to go down to Australia and New Zealand in that general area. Um, I haven't quite figured out how it would work with my health um, down in South America and Central America, but I think that would be amazing um, to uh, do that as well. Asia, absolutely fantastic. I would love to go to Asia and um, just learn about all the uh, Chinese medicine and some of that too as well. And um, But ultimately, I'm happy here. I really am. And I get the opportunity to sometimes watch Netflix shows around amazing places to travel. And then my brain goes like crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, my world is really amazing right now. I have amazing people in my life that I love and a lot. And I also have family in my life that I love a lot. And um, I've got a place, a home. And which is pretty darn cool. And I get the opportunity to go to the mountains this month. So that's uh, that's the excitement here um, for me. But otherwise, it's just, I don't know, just being present, watching people and trying to be helpful and supportive and in whatever way I can. Sometimes I mess up, but most of the time I try to <laughs> call, oops. <laughs> And then show up again. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's always interesting for sure. It's nice. So yeah. So you're speaking to an entrepreneur now, and and you have the opportunity to share Michaela's words of wisdom. What, <laughs> what what would you what would you share with an entrepreneur? Like a new entrepreneur. Or someone maybe stuck or. <laughs> uh huh. Because <laughs> there's to me there's different conversations with the. New entrepreneur, it's who, like, the types of people that you have a desire to, like, be with. That's always a, a big question. And as well as you already have the tools within to be able to create what it is that you want and desire. And it's just a matter of being able to create the people to support that. And then... Um, and then as well, I think for anybody who's stuck, it's just about what's going on in the present moment. Like literally, if you were to sit in your chair and look around and take a look at, do you have electricity? Yes. Okay. Do I have a table? Yes. Okay. And like be super clear on what that actually is and that the fear or whatever stuckness is going on will dissipate might not dissipate today, but it will. And that, like, if that awareness is there and that process is there, that then anytime I ever have moments of, like, okay, what's really going on and or, you know, anxiety or depression as an entrepreneur, that's definitely been something that's 
that's there for me, um, that anytime that that's there, then it's about bringing it back into what's going on right now, what's going on right now, what, what do you need to take action on right this very second? And like, whenever I get clear on that, then I can step into, okay, now I'm ready to go. And be able to create that energy too. And so, um, cause stuckness is, my experience has been, it's either an inaction or a, um, and a fear of the past or like being in the past or being in the future, one of the two. And so there's, it's right back to the connection to the body too and connection to myself and being able to, um, you know, there's all kinds of tools too. Um, acupressure points are super helpful. Um, sometimes whenever I'm in like that really high state and get stuck, then it's using acupressure to bring myself like back into like the normal state of being and the normal state of like, ah, comfortable. Um, and so it's just about creating the tools and creating the people. And so if there's people and tools, then, oh my gosh, we got everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Michaela, thank you so much for joining me today in this such a great conversation. Of course. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, if you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe. We have a free gift for you at addvalue2entrepreneurs.com. We've created a collection of the top tips that have been shared on our show for entrepreneurs. Do you struggle with procrastination, putting off the work until the last minute? Well, you are not alone. Many of our clients start there. We are launching a new five-day challenge to help you take more action and make more money in your business. Each day is a 10-minute video lesson and a worksheet. If you take 15 to 30 minutes to do the worksheet, it will change your life and business and exponentially increase the amount of work you get done each day. Right now, it is only $27 and contains five of our best tools for helping you move forward. It can be found at addvalue2life.com slash action. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.